The blast from our past network. Hello and welcome to the Blast from Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that gives you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. I'm Adam. And today we have another album review for you. And I'm going to let my brother introduce this one because this was all him. <laughs> yeah, this is my choice. If you guys hate this episode, you can blame <laughs> me. It's my fault. So today we are talking the uh, is the year 2000, and uh, this album is the first by a band called Barrage, uh, and they are a violin-based modern world beat ensemble band group uh, from Calgary, Alberta, in Canada. But where I'm kind of pulling it from was honestly it was because uh, we did it was after we did River Dance and mm-hmm. you you put down to do River Dance and I was like well damn it you know because we watched that on like a PBS special and I was like right. I, I, that one was fine the PBS special I remember you know other than Yanni and whatnot but this is kind of similar enough was Barrage uh, this that came out I think in either '99 or 2000 um, and I remember watching this with mom and she got the album from it. And I remember listening to it with her, and probably Abby was still there, of course, at the time. Okay. But um, so that's what we're doing today. We're doing the self-titled Barrage album by Barrage. I uh, prior to you mentioning that at uh, I, during our, our Riverdance one, I had n- no memory of this yeah. group. Now, granted, in two thousand, I was already in college. I I didn't really have access to TV, so I didn't see this. I wasn't around to listen to the album, so clearly it was not. I, it was yeah. I was gone by that time. Looking up the looking up the uh, the cover, I do recognize the cover. So yeah. I either saw it at the house, or I recognize it from the CD store, or something like that. But I actually had no memory <laughs> of the actual performances or anything. Yeah. Uh, so for me, this was another one of those. I remember this as being kind of like a, another one of the clean the house kind of sure. uh, albums. I can totally see that. But it's one that, you know, mom would crank up and I guess, yeah, you were off to college, but like, you know, it would just play because it's, you know, it's an easy one to just kind of have and, and have on in the background while you're all doing stuff. Uh, all right. So I don't have too much background information uh, on the album. It was released in 2000. Um, it was under the Swath Records label, which I'm assuming is a Canadian label. <laughs> sure. Um, I do have personnel for the band, and it's pretty extensive, so I'm going to do this really fast. Uh, Dennis Dufresne on violin and vocals, Scott Duncan on violin and vocals, Bob Fenske on percussion and mallet instruments, which is percussion, so why didn't they just say percussion? <laughs> uh, Errol Fisher on violin and vocals, Allison Granger on violin, vocals, and tin whistle. Cool on that. Tim Harley on bass, Roxanne Leach on violin, vocals, tin whistle, and low whistle which is a new one. Ken McRae on drums, Lynn Dufresne on violin and vocals, Aaron Young on guitar and mandolin, Josh Zubut on violin and vocals, and John Hyde did a guest appearance on acoustic bass, although it did not say what piece he did the um, guest uh, appearance on. Um, so, I mean, it's a pretty extensive, and that it honestly makes sense for some sort of like sort of big show type thing mm-hmm. like this. And in fact, I, I think I, uh, if you look at their... Um, like just their just the Wikipedia page of just them, the member list is extensive. <laughs> Clearly, a bunch of members come in and out of this. So the name of the group is what lives on, and nobody really remembers kind of the mm-hmm. 
uh, thing, but the group was only active from 96 to 2012. Yeah, yeah, they apparently disbanded in 2012. Um, I mean, I... I only really remember this album. I know they had another fairly large tour called, like, I think it was the Vagabond Tour or something like that after um, after this success of, of this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only stuff that I remember is from this PBS special and this album. This was definitely at a time when world music was getting a lot of play on, mm-hmm. on things like PBS and stuff like that. Stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that abs- as we talked about between Riverdance, Yanni, and this it did play a large part in us, like, you know, being, um, being, uh, fucking a, sorry. Sort of wide, widening our musical yeah, yes. genres and exactly. stuff like that. Thank, thank you. Uh, all right. So, uh, there were 15, uh, tracks to go through. I actually had a hard time. You can't find just this specific album, like on iTunes or anything like that. I had a hard time finding it. So I found, I believe all of the songs, uh, they were just in different orders. So I had to kind of, rearranged as I as I listen to them. Gotcha. Um and I have and the album so it made it easy for me. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. for for anyone out there there is you can find the like the PBS special basically on YouTube but someone like ripped it and put it on there so and, oh, okay. it, and it has actually all these tracks in order. Oh okay. on that on that uh, special. Uh all right, well let's go ahead and get started with the first one called Chopstickin'. So obviously you're getting like uh, some it's called chopsticking uh, and racist or not you're gonna you're getting some kind of like Eastern Chinese feels because of that. Um, but the song I think actually starts off and it serves as a good opener to the album. It's nothing spectacular. It's not a spectacular song. You know mm-hmm. you're not gonna be certain massively wowed by it. But I think it does a good job of getting you into the mood and gives you an idea of what this album is going to be. You're gonna get big violin energy, you know, and you also get some. Uh, <laughs> Some electronic guitar, electric guitar, and some drums. And it's just a, it's a solid, I think it's a solid start to the show, if you will. Yeah, I found it to be fine. Um, it was very, very much reminiscent, reminded me of, of the other stuff that we'd already listened to, Riverdance, Yanni, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Kind of the so like pseudo New Age world music yeah. uh, form. And I don't know if maybe the they were formed with that in mind or not. Uh, but fine is is a good way to describe how I... It was fine. It was it was an easy listen. I have a feeling you're gonna say fine a lot this album. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's go on to the next one, which is a version of a, a classic U.S. folk song. Uh, in fact, when we were when I was listening to this and they started singing, my wife joined in because she knows all the words because she teaches this as a folk song to her elementary school kids, and that is Old Joe Clark. <laughs> start i'll start off with this one um i immediately appreciate the up tempo the sort of foot stomping country feel sort of pseudo bluegrass with the sort of uh, train 
drums going on behind it. Um, fast fiddling. It was really cool. I got to admit, the singing, I wasn't jiving with. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it definitely sounded like a bunch of fiddlers who don't normally <laughs> sing. You're not wrong, okay? <laughs> there's a, there's actively only one song with a good singer, um, even on this entire album, actually. Um, which I think is is fairly true, but I like this song. I, there's fun. There's a pep it, to this version. It is definitely fun and upbeat, and like it, you know, it got me bobbing my head and stomping yeah. my feet, which is a, what its intention is, I would imagine. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't actually know that this was an old country or you know, like a, you know, a mountain ballad, if you will, or whatnot, like a Kentucky um, song that kind of dates back till even before the World War One. I, I saw. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a, a a real person named Joseph Clark, a Kentucky mountaineer, who was born in 1839 and murdered in 1888 or 1885. And like this is kind of like, I guess, the, the thing goes about his story or some shit like that. Mm. But but yeah, I didn't know that. But I mean, this song, it's fun. Yeah, the energy in it, it's got a vivacious tempo, I would say. I don't know if you'd say that about tempos, but I am. Um, and just, yeah, wonderful energy on this one. So I, I've always liked this version of Old Joe Clark. And yes, you're right. It's, it's, it, it's not a... This is, this is not a singing song, you know. This is not a great <laughs> vocal song, but it's about it's about their violins. This is a, to me. This is a dancing song. This is yeah. a song you get up to and move. It's a stomp. It's a stomping. Yeah, it's stomp. Yeah, right. absolutely. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's go to a different old timey genre, and we'll go to that classic Louis Prima song, "Sing, Sing, Sing." So yeah, uh, Sing Sing Sing, originally a 1936 song by Louis Prima, who we would all recognize as uh, King Louis from The Jungle Book. Ah, yeah. He was the voice of King Louis in The Jungle Book. Yep. Um, Sing 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 is a high school jazz band standard. Yes. Uh, Every drummer who's ever played in a high school jazz band has wanted to open up a song (laughs) with that classic uh, 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 beat. I thought this was a fine version. It's a little weird hearing it on violins mm-hmm. um because i'm so used to it in the in the jazz genre yeah, that big band of jazz for yeah sure. uh but it was fine it was okay. fine yeah um i know yeah like you know yeah uh, uh louis prima did it uh benny goodman also i think has a pretty famous version of it as well. yeah I mean, it, his his might have been the most famous or at least the one that really catalyzed everything mm-hmm. yeah but yeah I, I think it was good between old joe clark which obviously some people recognize as you said uh uh, your your wife recognized it, um, and sing sing sing. These are definitely the two most recognized songs on the album. Like this is this is the one that you know we've all heard sing 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 before. Um, it mm-hmm. feels like, and so I think it was wise for them to include it onto an album like this because you're going to get a whole bunch of other songs that people don't know. And so right. here's some stuff that you can go back to. Like yeah, you can you can give some people that um, a little bit of, almost like a comfort factor, you know, <laughs> as as they sure you know as they know that song and they can go to it, but they're bringing it in a totally different vibe. I mean, I, I like the, uh, the fun level of violent ener- energy with it. And just I, violent energy is something that I've, I'm going to say a lot for me. Apparently. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I think it's, it's solid, good version. Cool. 
Uh, all right. Well, let's go on to the next one, which is called Mountain Spring. It's a it's a kind of folky ballad. Mm-hmm. Tie it with acoustic guitar. I liked this one. Um, I liked this one. I, I I liked I liked the change of pace, and it was very much reminded me of kind of like a an old folk song being played by you know a guy with a fiddle and guitar in the mountains or something like that, and all of a sudden these other violins come in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I think the song is is pretty good you know it slows things down a bit which i think change of pace is solid but it it's almost too steep of a drop for me um, okay fair enough because i'm just like i came off those first three songs all had that good tempo a good pace and feel to them um to where this one just gets like it almost drags for me because it's okay. so much slower though it is pretty that song in its own right is a pretty ballad and i appreciate it for that but i was kind of you know feeling pumped and then i just kind of lost you know i lost that um and so i'm kind of craving that pump again so yeah so i i almost almost always would skip this song just because okay. of the you know of what i'm looking for in the album sure. was, was not necessarily this uh let's go on to the next one which is called mahatma Slow down even more, really, kind of with this one. But I feel, but I feel like this. One, I think the chanting helps it. Honestly, I think I, I think if you would have flip flopped this one, I actually would have. I think it would have been a smoother transition for me. Anyway. Okay, okay, I can, I can totally see that. I do really like the complete change of style. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, here we we're getting. It's called Mahatma, and maybe we're you know we're getting some kind of a like an attempt at. A little bit of a sitar sound, but you get kind of the, the sort of almost uh, Eastern Asian like uh, Tibetan throat singing type yeah. chanting and stuff like that, add in there, which gives it a really cool flavor. I think. Yeah, absolutely agree with you. I, I think yeah that that chanting, um, you know, or that that singing is is different, unique. I like it. Uh, it's almost like a soothing aspect to this song yeah. in general. So so yeah, I, I've always liked this one. Let's move on to the next one, and we're going to ask the question, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, wait, no, not that one. Wrong song. from kind of uh, south uh, south and southeast asia 
uh, all the way to the Emerald Isle. Yeah. Uh, with a very kind of classic, uh, kind of a reel type uh, song, R-E-E-L, uh, which we talked about a little bit when we talked Riverdance. Uh, and it's good. It's a good uh, kind of Irish toe-tapping reel song to me. Yeah, I like that the the energy's back up on this one. You know, yeah. it makes me really happy. Yeah, that Celtic feels it hit right in the, in the right place that I want for this kind of violin music. Um, it, you know, I would say maybe this song comes across as a little generic, but I think it's very enjoyable. That's fine. It's yeah. It it there's nothing that like that really uh, grabs you as as far as like something that I could pinpoint and be like, oh, that this thing makes the song awesome. It's just a good classic sounding mm-hmm. irish tune yep makes you want to have a guinness if you drink beer which i don't so yeah, i've got some do you jameson. like guinness you want that i could go i could go for some jameson yeah Are you I, mean, I, I love you like- i love guinness too i love guinness really okay life. yeah or smith smithix is my favorite irish beer uh all right well let's go ahead and move on to the next one called row Yeah, so that was a song. <laughs> yeah, the singing singing is not very good on this song. Yeah. Uh, was that singing or was it like rapping or something? Like I, d- <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it rapping. Right. Maybe it was an in-between, but it, it, it was weird and the voice wasn't great. But, you know, I, I still enjoy it, enjoy it. I do think, you know, it's kind of, it hurts a little bit because this album, you know, it's not meant to just be an album. It's, it's, a, it's a stage show. And so, you know, without some of the visuals and that, that kind of component to it, some of these songs do get a little bit boring and they're a little bit, you know, not as interesting because of that. Right. Because, um, you know, these people are, they're, they're dancing around while they're playing this, the music here, John. Like, that's impressive. Right. But yeah, this song is fine. It's kind of a weird one. And the voice even sounds kind of weird on this one. Um, but, it's, you know, I, I enjoy it enough. There's, a, there's like a little bit of synth something yeah, going on there. Too. Definitely. I don't know. Synth, to me, synth, if it's blended well, can work perfectly. But if it's not blended well, it just takes me right out. Especially mm. with something where I'm getting like real, like sort of like world music, mountain music vibes. Yeah, where it doesn't typically fit. And and this one, it kind of took me out a little bit. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, head on down to, I'm assuming, the Caribbean islands to a song called Calypso Jam. This one's definitely uh, kind of a lower half of of the album for me. It's it's definitely uh, a bunch of uh, Canadians attempt at playing, <laughs> uh, you know, island music. Sure. It, it's it. This one was a bit cheesy. This one was a bit cheesy for me. I think you're right. I think there is a cheese factor to this song, but 
yeah, and I, I like the acoustic guitar that gets brought in. Kind of helps with that, some of that calypso feel. Um, I do think this song would is better on stage. You know, it just feels Fair. a little bit more boring than others on the album. Even um, I don't dislike it, but yes, there you're right. There's almost almost cringy, like they're trying too hard to, to to be calypso, but they're Canadian and they totally don't understand it at all. <laughs> it was it was very white. Yeah, very white. Yeah, because I mean, they're one do 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 like right. So white. That's so. Come on. All right. Well, let's see if they can win me back with the next one, which already has a very Irish title called Seven Wicked Reels." So yeah, it's it's we're 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 back uh, to sort of the Irish fiddle portion of uh, of this, and it's it's just fine. I mean, they they play that port, they play that part of it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there wasn't anything that I remember from the song really grabbing me, but it was again fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. Though I mean, I like their their classic Celtic feel on this one. Um, this is what I'm here for. Um, for this album, right. so like this is not a skipped kind of song. It's this is a because they're you know does it sound like a lot of other Irish reels, if you will? Yes, but I don't mm-hmm. care. It just sounds good. I I, I like the style. So uh, all right, and so let's move on to the next one, which is called Spaz Jazz. <laughs> So we get a, a, a break from the fiddles. I'm guessing, honestly, I think this is in here because the fiddles might needed a break or something in the right. actual show. And that's fine. It's it's a cool little sort of, um, you know, I, I think it's one player. Might be two players. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was hard to tell. Uh, yeah, um, but kind of that sort of like Django Reinhardt jangly guitar style jazz playing. Um, it was, again, it was a welcome change. And I, I enjoyed listening to it. I guess I didn't want the change. Um, like, okay, I, this is an insta skip for me because this is not what I come to barrage for. Uh, I, I don't come for Spanish music and, and Spanish guitar soloist. Um, I want, I want the Celtic reels. I want the other wild <laughs> stuff. Um, this one, it's fine, but it's called spaz jazz, man. And spaz jazz should be much more frantic than what we're getting here. I don't know. This is just. It is just. It okay. is a soloist. I'm actually watching it right now, so it is just okay. a soloist. I, I figured it was a soloist. But it's it, it's boring. Skip it. Skip. Next song. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next song, uh, which is called The Ukraine.
Yeah, so it's got a nice little Eastern European flair to it. Uh, a little bit more pizzicato here, so we're getting kind of a, a cool change in at least texture uh, with the with the violins, and it was, I found it to be a fun song. Sure. Yeah, this is a fun one. Um, this song actually really makes me just kind of envision people dancing all over. You know, mm-hmm. like even even not if you, if you hadn't seen. The stage show, I feel like you can still kind of just pick up on the vibe of what's going on, <laughs> you sure. know, on the dance on this one. So, yeah, I like the the little Russian style of it. Um, you know, good pickup of energy from Spaz Jazz. Uh, yeah, the Ukraine is not weak. U- Ukraine is strong. Uh, and I like this song. <laughs> uh, all right. On to the next one called Paralyzed. me this sounds like something i would have heard at eurovision okay well that's not a bad thing eurovision's a cool competition is it though yeah it's a it gave us abba and i don't even like abba (laughs) my point still stands um yeah i didn't really like this one sorry okay um you know the yeah the singing isn't that strong i will say it's fine that definitely hurt it that hurt it yeah um, but you know, I don't think this song, yeah, again, another one that's not, not super right home about, you know, that great, but it's still enjoyable. Absolutely enjoyable. You know, I, I, I find this one, this is, this is a great album to put on and clean your damn house to, I swear. Sure. Well, let's uh, not be paralyzed talking about that one and move on to the next tune called Alan's Bar. definitely had a more of a folk tune mm-hmm. uh, feel to it which I, I appreciate that we're I appreciate that we're not getting the same thing over and over again they're trying to vary things up a little bit I, I definitely like that um, I, I both like and loathe the fact that they had a marimba on here like it because <laughs> I love marimba uh, loathe it because it felt like it didn't fit to me yeah I, I was just saying loathe is very you. strong I was just trying to use alliterative term uh, I like it just it felt weirdly out of place to okay. me and i because i don't pay attention and also i'm not as trained as you um you know in in where things should be um and what kind of music you know or you know what's what instruments go with what styles um but i like this one i i like to think that this was made that 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 back in calgary uh where these guys come from there was an irish bar called allen's and these guys used to drink there and you know, and that's how they came with the inspiration for the. Maybe song they Alan's played there on like Saturday nights or something. They're like playing their Irish tunes or something like that. I mean, be, I, I get that. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know or whatnot, but I think it's a good kind of filler Celtic, you know, folky feel song, and I like this one. And we come to the next tune, which looks to me like it really was meant to be the last tune because it, the, the title to me says it all. But uh, this one's the penultimate one called "Until We Meet Again." 
I'm assuming you're going to say this was the best sung song. Oh, yes, absolutely. Because I agree. Uh, she definitely, whoever the singer was on this, definitely had the best voice. And it definitely has kind of a folky feel. The whole God thing kind of threw me out for a little bit, but <laughs> as it just, it was, other than that, it was, it was fine. Okay. Well, all right. So for me, this is also partly what I'd say one of the reasons I pushed for Barrage to be on here because I okay. l- love this song in particular. Um, I don't know why I've always had a connection with the song, but I've always yeah. absolutely loved it. I love the the vocal. Uh, I think she does a great job singing. Um, far and away my favorite one from the album. It's one that I is is shifted over, and I've mentioned this kind of playlist before, and I go to this playlist often. Um, I call it my any times playlist, sure, uh, because it it's it's a playlist of songs that I can listen to at any time, and it'll make me feel better if I'm like feeling shitty or I'm mad and I need to calm down or anything like that. Or just want to listen to good music, I will put on my Anytimes playlist, and this one's on there. Um, I've always loved it. It's just, uh, it also feels like the least like any of the other songs where they're all very more, you know, they're that world music where there's, there's more heavy violin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's there's an actual barrage of violins coming at you. <laughs> and this one just sounds more like a regular song, I would yeah. say, in comparison. Um, but I'd love it. I love it. The uh, lyrics come from an Irish blessing or a prayer. Uh, basically it's a very popular kind of Irish prayer thing. Um, but I like, it's a, you know, yes, it has a God thing and I am a not God person. Um, uh, but I think it's got a hopeful message that I just really like sure. about it. And it just ends up being one of my favorites. It's one I've always connected with and I've always loved. Uh, and so I just kind of really wanted to highlight it. And that brings us to the final song of the album called Joe's favorite. It's kind of a medley. Yeah, it's just like a, you know, the, they're at the end of the show and they just kind of come together and kind of mash up some of the songs and, and, and yeah. it like that. Yeah. Yeah. And like as a live medley, it does what it's supposed to do. It's, it's, I have nothing, nothing, you know, nothing bad to say about it, you know, the construction of it. If, mm-hmm. if I didn't like the song the first time, I wasn't going to like the reprise of it later, but, um, it, it, as as a show ender, it served its absolute purpose. Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's fun. I usually I'm, I'm a fan of the medleys and whatnot. Um, in in a lot of like musicals and whatnot, I think they're fun the way that they mash them up all together. I will shout out my favorite medley of all time is the uh, one from uh, the South Park movie, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. They're, they're, oh, that's they're, a great medley. They do whatever they do. They do a perfect job of mashing them all in together. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um. 
But yeah, I mean, this one's fine. I think it's a fine little ender and fitting for like a show end. Absolutely. And it's a live, you know, all the other ones were studio. This is an actual live track because you hear it. You hear the clapping and all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, All right. Well, let's go into our final thoughts. I'll go ahead and start first. And my final thoughts can very easily be summed up in two words. It's fine. It's fine. I clearly do not have the uh, nostalgic uh, tie to this because I I missed it. And I feel like I missed out on something that the rest of the family got to go through. Um, So that's, you know, it's a little sad for me, but... A little FOMO. (laughs) FOMO, but at the same time, like... It's cool that you have this thing that mm-hmm. you also were able to kind of connect to. So I like that. It, it, it does, you know, not everything has to be all us all the time. Mm-hmm. We, we each have our own individual things. So um, I think if I think if I had had a chance to watch the PBS, because that plays a big part of yeah. stuff like this, is being able to like live through the actual moments of it being you know released on on PBS or whatnot, and that probably would have helped. But other than that, I it relatively enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, you are a, a appreciator of world music and so mm-hmm. and just music in general, obviously. So you would, you you you'd, I knew you would find something enjoyable with it for sure. Yeah, there's there's nothing there's nothing in this album that I would say is shit. It is all <laughs> they're all great players uh, playing good music, and that's that's about it. Okay. And I do have the nostalgic tie to it. I remember seeing the show, um, but also I, I mean, I just remember listening to the album. And so I think it's a great, I think it's a great background album. This is not sure. an album where I I recommend going and just putting on your headphones and soaking in the songs. No, 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 no. Except for that one, which I do love that one. <laughs> sure. But the majority, you know, ninety nine percent of the album basically is going to be great background music while you can do other stuff you know it is perfect for like cleaning the house it's perfect for you know just just having on around you know and just you know you're gonna get some vibes from from different cultural music and i always appreciate that aspect um great big violin energy gonna say that one more time (laughs) i love that so yeah i think it's uh i think it's a fun one and i do recommend it's not the best quality but uh there is a uh youtube you can find Somebody has posted the show, so uh, I would, I'd recommend that. All right, and that was our review of the 2000 self-titled album, Barrage. Please join us next time for our version of Shark Week as we break down the 1975 classic Jaws, discuss the animated TV show Jabberjaw, and recast Jaws using actors of today. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com. And if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time. Hey everybody, I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. 
Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found.